In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Christ is in our midst. He was, and is, and ever shall be. This morning, we heard this beautiful parable that Jesus gave of the prodigal son. And I hope that you have heard this before, this parable before, and that you have heard it and you apply yourself to that prodigal son as I apply it to, to him, I apply him to myself as well, and remember that our God and our Father wants us to come home and to be in his presence. Now, when you come to this church as you do today and you do every Sunday, you are coming home. This is your home. This is where Christ is. This is where the Father is and the Holy Spirit is. This is your home. And when we come together in this home and celebrate the divine liturgy, we celebrate. What is it we say? What is the verb that we say when we do what we're doing today? We say we celebrate the divine liturgy. We don't kill the fatted calf, but we have even better. We have the Lord ourselves among us, who is our high priest and is our offering that he gives to us. And we become united, not just in our minds, not just in our souls, but also in our bodies. And this is something to celebrate. Now, before I talk a little bit about this parable, I want to draw attention to this morning's epistle of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Because St. Paul, he was writing to the Corinthians because he heard about a problem. He heard about a problem that people, Christians, were so happy to be free that they, they, they were so liberated that they began to even misunderstand what this term liberated means. And they, some came to understand falsely that because Christ has died and has risen and they are freed from their sins, that they can go and do whatever they want. And some of these people are even going out and living like this prodigal son, thinking there's no harm being done. And some, as we can understand from the epistle, were even going and, and spending time with harlots, with prostitutes, thinking that no harm was done. This is why St. Paul says, Brethren, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be a slave, enslaved by anything. The body is not meant for immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. And then he says in a little bit, Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I? Now St. Paul is, is talking about what we understand, that when we receive the Holy Communion, that we receive Christ within us, and we become one with Christ. So St. Paul is asking the people to really comprehend what it means if you have Christ in your, in your body, and you have the Holy Spirit, because he also says the body is your temple. What does it mean if you go and unite yourself to harlots? Because when you unite yourself with a harlot, you are becoming one with that harlot. And how can the two match? How can the purity and the chastity and the holiness of Christ be united with... He's not complaining about the harlot. we got to get that straight. 
He's not condemning the harlot, St. Paul is not doing. He is condemning the behavior, the mindset, that we can go and give in to the passions of our flesh no matter what. St. Paul is saying, that is not true. That is not orthodox. He says, don't you know that your body is a temple? A temple of the Holy Spirit, where God goes and dwells in there. And we are called as Christians to be caretakers of that temple. Caretakers of not just our minds, not just of our souls, we need to take care of those too, but also of our very bodies. I heard one father give this example, that if someone went inside the church, an Orthodox church like here today, there are things that they would not even consider doing. They would never tell dirty jokes. They would never um, come and, and come in their bathing suit and their flip-flops, and that's it. They would even be careful of the things that they think inside this very building. And this father said, there's no difference between this building that is also a temple and we who are temples of the Holy Spirit. So we are called to be mindful of our actions, called to be mindful of our thoughts, to not mix things that are unchristian with things that are orthodox Christian, to not mix things that are, of, that are evil and wicked with things that are good. In every possible way that we can try our best to be stewards, we are each the parish council, we are each the philoptikos of our bodies, this temple that it is. Now back very shortly to this parable of the prodigal son. Again, these parables speak for themselves. I, I always fear to talk about the parable lest I somehow stand in the way of what Jesus is trying to say. Now, what is the context of this parable of the prodigal son? Because just a little bit before this, in Luke chapter 15, verse 1, it gives the context. It says that then all the tax collectors and the sinners drew near to him, that is Jesus, to hear him speak. And the Pharisees and the scribes complained, saying, this man, Jesus, he, he receives sinners and eats with them. They're complaining about Jesus. If Jesus, if you're who you say you are, if you say that you're God, how come you are talking with sinners and tax collectors? Just think about this. This parable that we heard today is Jesus' answer to that complaint. He gives the parable of the prodigal son. I invite you to take your weekly bulletins home and read the parable of the prodigal son and think about how is this an answer to the complaint of the Pharisees and of the scribes. And before this parable, there are three other mini parables that he gives. And I'm not going to go through those three mini parables, but I'm going to give you the response at the end of every one of those parables. The first one is the parable of the lost coin. If you find the lost coin and it's found the person, then the person gets all happy and it says here, that person 
says, Rejoice, for I have found what is lost. And there's another parable about the, the missing one sheep and the, and he, the, 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 past, the, the shepherd leaves the 99 and finds the one. And then when he finds the one, Jesus again says, That person, that shepherd, rejoices for what was lost is found. And then Jesus also adds that the angels in heaven, all heaven rejoices when even one sinner repents. And then he gives this parable that we have today. Now this prodigal, this son, what is it that he essentially did? He had this temple of the Holy Spirit that he has. He had this communion with the Father. And he took his body... He took this temple body and went into a far-off land and debauched it. He spoiled it. He desecrated it. He united it with harlots, as St. Paul was talking about. And he became desolate. He forgot his dignity. He laid his dignity aside and he went up. The son knew that he could not do all of these things in the presence of his father. So in order to do that, he took his temple far off. And there he began to be hungry. There was a famine. He was starving. He was living not only as a pig, but he is even living worse than a pig because he even envied what the pigs were eating. And then he came to his senses. He went home. And the father... Here we go again, rejoiced. Well, we come here today as we rejoice because our Father has, we have gone back home to the Father, we have repented, we are repenting, and when we sin again, we will repent because we know we can go home to the Father. And then this older son, he was just like the complaining Pharisees and the scribes. Why did he just rejoice? Why did he have to complain against his father? Why did he have to even fight his father? Why do some complain when God is doing good works? Why do they complain? Why did the Pharisees and the scribes complain against God and essentially fight against the very good things that he's doing? Just rejoice. Let us all come together here and just rejoice and be happy that our brother and sister who was once lost is now found, who was once dead is now alive again, and rejoice that we too have been found, that God has found us, He has called us, we have come to our senses, and we have come to be with our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ in this very temple here today for this perfect time where we could celebrate our salvation by celebrating this divine liturgy.